Hello, everyone. Uh, I should say hello, buddies. <laughs> uh, welcome back. And welcome to Pathfinder. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, in light of recent events, we have uh, decided to switch up the channel, try out some new games. You know, first off, we're going to be giving Pathfinder a go, but down the line, you could see us having uh, some series or a mini series of something like Fallout, City of Mist, uh, Call of Cthulhu, and so on. Uh, today, I have uh, Mercy and Felix here Hello. with me. Hello. Uh, we are going to be doing a Fae Pathfinder adventure. Uh, originally, this was just going to be uh, a one-shot, but without Skyler, and he would like to get an idea of uh, what this is like, too. We'll probably extend this out to maybe uh, four or five sessions. So... Our first Pathfinder adventure, we begin in the simple town of Greenroot. Invaders, earth elementals, elves, even some bears walking upright, two foot tall sapling folk. You know, imagine just like a, a young tree that at the bottom of the trunk sprouted out two legs to the upper torso, a couple of arms, and is walking freely as if a human would. The parameters of normal races blown out of proportion and turned into this mystical Bambi natural land. Both of you with a sense of familiarity. Felix, you being Bay to begin with, this your home plane, and Mercy, you being an Orid, all this life is rather welcoming to both of you. You came here looking for the floating islands where Felix, your deity, was last found. Due to Mercy's massively enlarged sprint rampage-like state she was in, uh, you're afraid not only did you go miles beyond the islands in which you were looking for. Uh, now the real fear has settled in that the two of you together are now lost in the Fae. Hmm. Killian some time ago went flying off you, Mercy, <laughs> in this rampage you were in, but seemed to be mentioning something about a strong arcane presence up ahead and being rather worried about Felix in these parts. Now, Greenroot as a civilization, a sizable town, some homes carved and built into large trees, hanging ladders spanning from the branches down to the ground to communities of tree houses connected by bridges. Massive lily pads being used by frog folk, a couple of rat folk arguing who should get the good cheese today. The spectacle of just green community with large logs, housing, goblin families, a small hill that's been excavated, acting as a shelter for numerous elves and dryads, uh, some of them with mushrooms growing on their skin, some of them with bright emerald hair, a couple of young elf teenagers with large butterfly wings on their backs. 
with green root before you, Felix and Mercy, what would you like to do? So, um, I might have made a boo-boo and gone a little too far. Oops. Um, yeah, maybe, but we'll deal with it once all this. Uh, first, um, we gotta figure out where we are. Let's go ask a local. You first. Why me? You brought us here. It was an accident. <laughs> Oh, I was just the passenger. Okay. Uh, Mercy, would you like to be the first to take a look around? Sure. In that case, I'm getting used to this too, guys. Make me a society check. So just roll a d20 and add your society skill check. You should. What's the bottom side of Yes. <laughs> it's on our cheat sheet. We gotta get used to, to bigger numbers here. So we're gonna hear a lot of that. So, with a 33, um, there are a few things that catch your eye. Uh, first of all, there does seem to be a bit of a uh, mud hut tiki bar mix that they do seem to have some sort of drinking establishment. Um, there seems to be some sort of kind of chubby, stout, living mushroom type figure walking around. Um, there's kind of this three-in-one establishment seems to be some sort of mix of like an in that also has like general supplies and also a kitchen. You know, you can like smell the fresh food and the scents from where you are, uh, as well as from those uh, those hanging ladders. You know, your uh, parallel to you. You you can't quite put your finger on it, but there's definitely some sort of. Uh, Strong face society uh, that reigns up there. Uh, which place should we go to first? How about the nearest restaurant? Okay, true. We'll go to the where we smell that food. Yeah, so that was like the inn, supplies, kitchen kind of mixed looking area. Um, it, it does seem to be one of the bigger places. It has kind of like that uh, home cottage, you know, uh, cabin on the lake type look, you know, all log, doors open, very welcoming. Um, you see immediately as you enter, um, there is a uh, younger, especially for an elf, we're probably talking equivalent of Jen's IRL age. That's <laughs> um, a young elf. Yeah, for an elf, very young. Long, blonde hair. She's kind of got that uh, that sundress type look to her. You know, outside she would probably be the type to have like one of those cute little umbrellas. You know, kind of that uh, roaring 20s type appeal. Uh, 
She has an apron over the dress with like little wooden spoons and everything tucked in. Uh, there are these large cylindrical pots of soup. There's an upper level that seems to like be bedrooms, you know, services to stay overnight. And the walls are lined with, you know, like bags, ropes, torches, uh, packs and toolkits. Uh, long black cloaks with saggy hoods, you know, just kind of seems to be a, a one-stop shop to stay the night, potentially, um, eat, and whatever else you would like. Food. And get a table. <laughs> you say food and just sit down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the last time we actually ate. I think I Mm -hmm. Oh, well, here you go. This is a good meal. <laughs> I'll sit down and enjoy them. You know, as uh, Felix will say, as you say food, just so we can all just kind of get in the, uh, the spirit of these new stills and rolls and everything, I believe you have some sort of like a nature lore type skill check. Um, nature or have lore. Yeah, yeah, let's call it the plant lore skill check. Roll me one of those. We'll kind of use this as a replacement for um, a charisma based check for you just kind of plopping down there. Uh, 15. 15? In D&D, &D, that's probably decent. In Pathfinder, it's probably a little low, is what I would imagine. So, as you say food, um, you know, th there are a couple of, you know, elves and satyrs, you know, satyrs being, you know, the curled horn typed, um, you know, fey version, almost tiefling look to them. You know, a couple heads kind of pop up, and there's like this wondering of, is he hungover or is he rude? But then they see you, you know, being the Felix that you are, Fay, you know, not just some random wanderer. And, you know, there's kind of this acceptance. And you see that same elf come up to you, apron and all. Hi, uh, welcome. I'm Suze. I'm excited to help you in any way you need. Um, I imagine hunger to start. Yes, please. And for you, dear. Uh before we get into the get into the food, where are we? Like what what town is this? Greenroot. And we were going for the floating islands. Island. Island. Yeah. How far are we from the floating islands? Uh, all islands float dear, they float in water. You wanna You mean you mean just an island? Uh the one that here's Sam lives on with it. That doesn't really power. Then is there one that has a pantheon kind of building? Perhaps dating back many decades, I've heard rumors of a cathedral, but that's many miles. It's days of travel. You had to take the speed. It was fun. It was, uh, I regret nothing. 
Oh. <laughs> oh, come on, it was fun. You think he'll be staying with us for a while? Yeah, be interested in a room? I think so. Um, I own room, so you can have the room. Okay, so, so two different beds. Do yes. I need the same? Yeah. Okay. And yes. Yes, please. Okay, well, it's... No sort of deluxe type treatment, just a place to slumber down. would be five silver a night. That is perfectly fair. Okay, so paying a day in advance. I'll do it the same. Oh, wonderful. You know, she just pockets everything, right? Um, I would say let's have uh, Felix roll me an arcana. Well, yeah, you, you have like dollars and quarters, just, you know, subtract a gold and give yourself 80 silver, 90 silver. Yeah. These numbers. <laughs> like that was so casual. Um you can't quite put your finger on it, you know. You you've had a pretty tough past week or so. Um it just it seems like as she pockets that uh that silver, there was some sort of aura right there that she just gave off when she did that. You're not sure if it's just coming from this entire place? That is it just because you're in the Baywilds? Is it specific from her? I'm sorry, dear. You didn't say if you wanted anything. Oh, right. Um, what food do you have? Uh, mostly salad soup. What's your soup for the day? This is the same every... What's your soup for? We have tomato, there's vegetable barley, and then we have a, a bit of cream of mushroom, if you'd like. I will have a bowl of each. So, three silver. Okay, um, how about another 12 silver from you? And I'll just have a salad and um, surprise me with the soup. So, uh, 12 silver and five. Okay. Thank you. Silver. Wow. I mean, what do I... What kind of drugs? Is this a Water. <laughs> no beer. I see. Um, for food, you have definitely come into the right place. Um, for alcohol, you should go see hugs across the map. H U G Z. If I go to them, I bring the alcohol back with me. As you are a paying customer, sure. Uh, what was her name again? Uh, you Suze? haven't really asked, but she did introduce herself as Suze. S U Z E. U Z Z? Z E. Z E. And she's. What's up? Sun Elf Innkeeper, if you will. So, uh, I will get those soups. Um, you can partake in whatever consumption you would like and return. Good. Yeah. This is called Green Room. The, the entire town, the whole city, yeah. Prancing the door. <laughs> 
right, so Felix with a bit of a skip in his step, <laughs> um, kind of do like the heels click in excitement, and uh, it is pretty easy to tell. Uh, it's one of the hot spots, most popular places um, around town. Uh, you see not even like necessarily four-walled structure. It's more of just like completely open as you look at the parallel. It just kind of has, you know, a left wall, a right wall, back ceiling. So it's like the entire front space where like two bay windows and doors would be is just open. And you see tables, you see dice, you see coins. Uh, there's cheering, there's dancing, and there are many a tankard and glass bottle being served. I am going to go up to the bar. You go up to the bar and you see this pretty large, older tree. Uh, it seems that his left arm is just like this sad nub of a branch that broke off, and his right arm can, kind of has like these like sagging, like, you know, like the willow trees that's just kind of like this. Yeah. Uh, the entire right arm just kind of slowly. Uh, descending, kind of, I wouldn't necessarily say sad, it just seems elderly, uh, opens near the top of where the branches sprout, and you see this big smile of bark teeth. Hello, good sir. Hello, would you like a drink? How can I help? It, it keeps going the whole time. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> My name is Felix. My name is Hugs. Pleasure to meet you, Hugs. I pull out 40 gold. Lay it oh, on the table. Wow. And I ask for his best. Okay. Uh, we will... <laughs> we will call that a uh, society check and you can roll that with fortune. So roll twice and take the higher of the two. Fortune, my God. Don't say that, but yes. It means the same thing. Okay. Yep. You said society? Yep. 28. These, <laughs> these, <laughs> this is gonna kill me. As you say your best, that bark smile uh like just extends even more and like a little bit of like wood chipping falls off it it's almost like he's like crying tears of joy but it comes off as like these little little wood wood pebbles what is he uh he's an elder tree uh, he's a walking talking old tree that has like willow bushes hanging off his arms huh and as you say that, he, in this swift motion, you see that sad little nub that he only has on the left, he actually uses it to like balance the tankard and the handles. It, it's actually some strange sense of mobility, practice, and technique that through all of the mixings and all of your various blacked out nights, I feel like this is kind of like an enchanted version of a Long Island. 
you, you swear that there's like a dash of absinthe in it because it is glowing such a bright green. It kind of has like almost like a cauldron fume coming off of it. And th there's this is almost like a mini event, like a little crowd is gathering behind you, just kind of in awe of whatever this concoction is that he just mixed. Is he like a barkeeper? Or... Yeah. As I would I would be delighted. I take a sip of my drink. Yep. And I pull out my lighter. Alright. So as you're taking a sip, a uh, couple things. First of all, give me a fortitude saving throw. It might be considered in your defenses or in your about. <laughs> oh, I need a calculator. That's going to be 33. Jesus. Um, what would likely knock out a goblin or a gnome um, you take with pride? <laughs> And it's like, as you are putting the drink back down, it's like a, uh, even though you don't even use this cantrip, this magic much, it's like a, a mage hand freely created itself for a soft landing as you're already strumming your instrument. That's the performance check. <laughs> More calculator. I think I might name this one, I Need a Calculator, which any of uh, you new buddies just joining us, if this is your first episode, the way we name our episodes is by a catchphrase or a sentence, a line that we decide from the episode. Oh, 32. 32. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to find a nice, you mean, um, mixture of songs. Instead of it just being like a specific tune or melody, you combine a bunch of different riffs. Um, there's like a sense of jazz almost to it at first, and then you transition more into like the Titanic theme song. Then there's like a bit of like Ellie Golding and the, uh, 2010s heartthrob type music. You see some of the uh, female elves and uh, satyrs and all of the different like goblins and rat folk that are around. Uh, so, so some of them you see tears forming in their eyes. Many people begin to clap and you do actually spot uh, the same figure that uh, Mercy saw early on, that chubby kind of stout mushroom. That, you know, at first you just think it's a mushroom that just, like, drags itself. No, like, he's got arms, legs, That's everything. like a natural mushroom? Just seems, yeah. He just seems a bit bulbous in the abdomen he's area. He's a chunky mushroom. <laughs> yeah, chunky boy. Uh, you know, he, he at first seemed to just kind of, uh, not necessarily be off-putting, but, you know, a bit introverted to himself, but it seems like your music has almost, uh, 
charmed him in a way to break out of his shell and join. Okay. I just sit there for a long time. Yep. Playing. Right. Uh, Mercy, did you join Felix? No, I was. I stayed in the end to eat. Could I hear the music yeah. from here? Yeah. I mean, and you've heard Felix play a few times. Yep. You you know what's going on. It's just you know, as, as you hear the music and you know, you peek out the window, you see that same just kind of stout mushroom type dude. You know, it's it's not that he's joining the crowd, but it's where he seemed to kind of want to be by himself, maybe sad or something. It seemed like Felix's music drew him in. Um, where's the waitress? You mean Sue's? Yeah, Sue's. Uh, yeah, she's probably. 25-ish feet away from you, you know, she's back at like where a cash register table type setup would be to welcome customers, guests. Um, I'll walk up to her because I got a question for her. Yes. Who's the mushroom? Yeah, we don't really say that here. Mushroom? In such a derogatory sense. Oh. They... They are species. If this is your first time around here, yes, they they walk and talk, and they've even died for the sake of the town. So try to just be respectful, first of all, and second of all, that is melted. M e o p o n. He's been kind of uh, how's it worded in a in a downswing. Um, I think somebody robbed him or something recently. Oh. Has anybody helped him with that at all? Um, I think there was... I think I heard the Rooks mention something about taking in Dandelion Dan. Now you have a problem with Dandelions, huh? Wait, what? Got a problem with mushrooms? Got a problem with dandelions? Wait, you, you just, come he in you, here with you, a rabbit? Uh, you just said dandelion whatever. You're dandelion Dan. Dandelion Dan. That's what I said. That's dandelion Dan. Snarkily. Oh. <laughs> excuse me. You're excused. Uh, I'm going to go back to the table, eat my food quick, <laughs> grab um, his food, and go to him. <laughs> okay, uh, sure, let's call Just because I think this is fun and to give all of the new buddies an idea of how uh, I'm going to be GMing Pathfinder for fun, let's do an acrobatics check on Mercy's behalf to balance three bowls of soup and Felix's salad across a path through a crowd and to him. Hold on, Dandelion Dan was taken by who? Uh, the Rooks. R-U-U-K-E-S. Rooks. Okay. Um, you wanted yeah. me to do a what? Acrobatics. You have to balance a whole lot of dishware. You're not trained in being a waitress. Can I change my mind? No. Two. <laughs> Two? Yes. Two. I'm yes. guessing in Pathfinder that's like an epic failure. 
Yeah, so, Mercy, you gather up all the bowls, and you are immediately met with your first obstacle. A closed door. You only have two arms, you only have two hands, and Felix, as you are strumming your music, you see the angle that you are at sitting on the chair. You just kind of peek in to see how Mercy's doing. You can see her from the window trying to use her mouth just like <laughs> suction open the doorknob. And as there seems to be a flick of magic, it, she is like, like vacuum ejected out from the door she's trying to exit and is covered in hot, hot, hot soup. Right. You're pretty sure she tried to suck off a doorknob. You're not. I did not. Sure I was trying to open it. You know what? I'm just going to storm over now. Mercy approaches you covered in various soups. I ruined your food. <laughs> you did. What? I was trying to be nice and bring your food, but I had a bit of an accident. How about we go talk to this dude? <laughs> I'm just going to grab Felix and head to uh, Melton. I refuse to let him. I'm still Yeah. You see, as you're trying to like tug Felix's arm, a bunch of people start booing Mercy because they're enjoying Felix's song. That dude needs help. You do see Melton. He is just standing there listening to Felix play. I haven't been able to sit back and do this. I'm going to head to Melton. Yeah, you know, he's kind of easy to point out in the crowd because he's one of the few mushroom people. No. Okay. I'm going to add Mr. Notes to this song. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to use Yeah. But little minds uh -huh. are going to be grabbing her to slowly know you. Sure. Let's call this a reflex save on your behalf, and what is your spell save DC? So probably just go to your spells, and it'll probably be somewhere at the top. What did you say? Reflex. Easy. Yep, yep, that. So we got your contested reflex, which is... That as uh, Mercy storms away, you are constantly tripping over your own feet. You, you know, like, you know you're clumsy, but it's like, why is the ground moving around you? And you see uh, coming out from the fretboard on uh, Felix's instrument, there are all these, like, little vines and leaves that are just, like, really? shooting at you. Stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> I will get you more. And you okay. stumble, and uh, your it, it, it's it's like when you accidentally like clunk and hit the bottom of something, but uh, you wonder why it's kind of spongy. Mercy. Oh my God, I landed on him. <laughs> As you 
give like a reverse headbutt on top of Melton, and he seems to just be like kind of patting the top of his toadstool. Hey, this is why I don't talk to anyone. I'm sorry, that was an accident. He's like already like about to turn around, but he's just like real slow. It's like he almost has to like. <laughs> Yeah, as he's like turning right, he has to like swing his belly with him. I came to ask you a question. What? Um, Zeus. right? Yeah. Told me about your home. My home, right? It's, it seemed like something. He he was robbed, is what it seems uh, like. Uh, that you were robbed. Yeah. Has anybody figured out anything for that? Uh, I think. I think the Rooks took in Dan. You think he did it? Uh, I mean, everyone thinks he did. Uh, me and my friend can help. My friend's a little busy right now. Um, okay. Can you just tell me more about what happened? Well, you see, there are you know, people like you and your friends, sometimes they just like wander into Green Root and they think they're like the coolest shit around. But then, you know, they try to like go kill a furious monster that's like attacking the city or something and then they fucking die. You know, these things just naturally happen. It's a circle of life. Oh. And when they die, you know, things need to happen to like their bodies and stuff. And then we don't know what to do with all of their possessions. So I take the magic ones and I turn them into magic powder that enchanters and whatnot can use to put various, you know, boosts, damage types, cool stuff on armor, on weapons. And someone stole all my super cool arcane dust. Where were you when this happened? Probably asleep. I sleep a lot. Or eating. I go I go to the inn a lot. There's some really good fucking soup in there. Where were you? You smell like the soup. I know. Where 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 were you sleeping when this happened? My fucking house. Where's your house? In your business, lady. I'm trying to Why help you want to know my life story? I guess I want help. You're big and scary. Oh my god. Felix, can I get some help here? Do I hear any <laughs> of this? You hear and see the conversation, and you you do feel like your sound is coming to a close. That everyone seems thoroughly entertained. You probably picked up from uh, just general folk passing by, probably thirty gold worth of, of tips with another uh, all twenty silver. I finished my song, my drink, yep. and I walk. You're Absinthe Long Island. Yeah. Absinthe Island. Yeah. I wish I could call the episode that, but we were probably in trouble for Absinthe. Probably. Uh, and <laughs> my and Um, yeah, so you walk towards Mercy, and, 
you you catch the very end of this chubby mushroom saying, well, why do you want to know my life story? And he's like about to storm away. Oh, hey, you're the guy that was good tunes, dude. It's you would like a surf up. Does he, have, does he actually have fingers? Yeah. Or is it like a no? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's more of like he's missing a middle finger. So he, and it's not like it's exclusive to him. You're just guessing that mushrooms probably only have four fingers. Like, uh, I think in Bob's Burgers and stuff. Yeah. In a lot of animated shows, a lot of people only have four fingers. How can you say that? Yeah. <laughs> just bring that forward, too. Like, just kind of lean it or, or aim it more towards Eric. Is my friend causing issues? She wants to know where I live. She accused me of pooping on her. She, what? I think she's hitting on me. Well, excuse me? I have been trying to figure out who to pull her shit to help you. She's been doing that too. You don't want her to poop on you, trust me. I know I don't. Um... I can believe her wanting to help you, because she wants to help everyone. No. And as far as the dating you, yeah. I don't see that happening. I hope not. She seems quite viable. <laughs> I don't even want to help anymore. I didn't ask for it. Like... A fun guy like mushroom, or like I'm a fun guy. Okay. The first. <laughs> well, I mean, if if you do want something, just don't talk to Dan. He's probably up in the canopies. Okay. Sorry for being so abrasive, but you came on to me pretty. pretty I was hot. kind. Are like all like. Rock people like that? Is it a rock person thing? It could be, but I'm not positive on that. I think the Rooks took Dan up there if you guys want. I don't know, check it out. I mean, he, I don't, I know he had like some of it on him, so it's like, where's the rest? Is he hiding it? I don't know. I'd like to know, because that's my super cool, super magical arcane dust that is specific to me. Special dust? Uh-huh. How do you make or come about well, it's, special it's, dust? It's, it's like I was telling your friend, most of the time, people like you will come through here, uh, think that you guys can, like, slay a big monster and then fucking die, and then it's a matter of, well, what, where does, like, your equipment go? So I take the magical stuff and, you know, like, say... You have a magic sword. I take the magic out of it and make it a normal sword. And the magic coming out turns into the powder that then can be reused in armor and everything else. It can make mundane stuff special. How do you take the magic? That's for me of... to know. If you find the rest, I can show you. But only you, not her. Maybe her. Depends if you want to go on a date later. No. Okay. 
It's a package deal. Do you want this stuff back or not? Yes, please. Then you show her as well. Fine. Thank you. I chug the rest of my drink. <laughs> sure, make me another fortitude save. Nice and tips. Oh, shit! Are you just going to add that for the shits and diddles just to see how high you can get? Once you're done with that. Should we go see where the dude is locked up? 36. 36. You know, it, it tastes great. Uh, even Mercy would probably be afraid of chugging it that way, but... Whew! You can go for a few more rounds. Doesn't mean you should, but you could. I go back. I look at notes. Throw more down. As as you approach, he already begins throwing the bottles around and you know doing the like really like you know uh, big show the unnecessary appeal of throwing shakers and the little like drinking ounces around and already has it brewed up for you as you're putting down the tankard like all the liquid begins to fall in. I give him a tip. Thank you very much. I walk back towards uh, Mercy and her new date. It's not a date. Not a date. Well, how about if you guys you know, talk to Dan and figure out whatever's going on. Uh, I'll just wait for you guys. Seems like you like to hang out around hugs, so I'll just I'll just be there and wait. I'll either be here or at the end. Okay. You can see he walks over to hugs and he has to like reach up to just get on a chair and he has to like pull and tug like it, it, it's a little bit of a process for him to just like get up there and then when he sits down you can see a lot of his like love handles and everything just like sagging over the seat of the chair. Alright, um, before they just do, let's just take a break. Alrighty, uh, we are going to uh, take our break. Probably uh, the one and only one for this session. And we will catch you guys in just a minute. Or a second for you guys. <laughs> Welcome back, buddies. So we pick up with uh, Mercy and Felix. Uh, reunited with somewhat of a game plan and uh, Melton sitting at the bar waiting to hear back from whatever information and such the two of you gather. And to or whatever everyone just pointed up it seemed to be like at tree canopies or something Oh, yeah. I follow Mercy because she had the longest conversation with him. I don't know Well, I mean, there's all those hanging ladders and everything that you guys saw. I mean, they pointed upwards. I guess we'll try. Uh, random ladder. Yeah, so you just go to the closest tree that you can find, uh, begin ascending upwards, and you see, you know, various families of goblins. You can see some very small, not earth-like mercy, but they seem to be more of, like, malformed mud that 
just have appendages. There just seems to be any form of life that could appear humanoid uh, take place, and it seems like the the lighter, the better that someone like uh, Hugs and all the other tree-type folk would probably be a bit too weighty to be up here. And uh, you would, uh, Mercy, you went up there first? Yeah. All right, so let's just call it a nature check on your behalf. <laughs> sure, we'll take it. Seven. Seven. Um, you know, this whole place, even though, you know, you're at your roots, kind of part elemental, this place just kind of really isn't your vibe. Uh, Felix, you want to throw one? Nature. Yeah, this is definitely, <laughs> um, you know, it, it, it's a bit out of character, maybe, for you. You know, you're more abused to, you know, the talking animals type ordeal. Um, but you do see an almost like a, uh, a it's, it's reminiscent of like a bamboo type cage. Remember, like those Punjabi prison matches? Back in the day with like the Great Polly and the WWE, you see... Uh, very tall, kind of uh, connected, controlled, and constricted by some sort of like dense hemp type knots and ties. There seems to be like a makeshift type jail that has uh, within it just the single cell of what seems to be, you know, proper green, you know, stock bottom, everything, two legs, two arms, but. Instead of a humanoid head, it is the top of a dandelion uh, figure standing inside. You want to talk to him? Seems like people here don't really like me. Do people anywhere like you? No. <laughs> yes, actually. Okay. Some. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I walk up to this dandelion yeah. person. Okay, so you approach the cell. You uh, see this figure um, standing within. What do you want? Trying to get information on the person that stole from Melton. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't fucking me. Just says it dead straight in the eye. Then why were you found with some of his powder on you? That is a question for the ages. I never bought some. I know of the little bastard. We don't talk to each other. I don't hate him. He doesn't hate me. Somebody planted that shit on me. My hand to the city of Greenroot. Whoever, whatever did this, caused this. Maybe it's personal, maybe it's a vendetta. It was not me. Can I see these 
Um, Is that a thing? Sure. Yeah, it can be a thing. Let's call it... Uh, man, that is a hard one. Let's just call it some sort of wisdom. Just add your wisdom modifier. Would you like me to give you a free fortune on that one so you can re-roll it? Or sure, we'll call it diplomacy. How about that? We're, we're handling, it, handling it diplomatically. Uh, 17. 17? He's hard to read, but, you know, he's... From what you can tell with a dandelion head, you know, his eyes aren't going all over the place. He's not stammering in his voice. Okay. Um, where were you when the cops called? Well, I was actually enjoying a drink with the rest of the guard at Hugs. Feel free to ask him. You know, honestly, I think we should go to this dude's house, Melton's, and just investigate around there. Because he was sleeping there, that's where his stuff got stolen. We'll probably find some clues there. Sound logical. Um, we should probably go back to him and ask him. Good luck, he doesn't talk to fucking anybody. I mean, that's how we got here. Did you try Sue's? Order some food. We will order more! <laughs> the, the night before, there was some nasty owl-looking old lady sneaking around. Haven't seen her since, so naturally um, nobody fucking believes me. Can you describe this old lady? Um, long, black cloak, saggy hood, uh, hooked nose, real Fairy tale type witch looking figure. Okay, um, do you yeah. want to let us know anything else? Talk to the rooks, they're going to put me in here. They have no other culprit. Why don't people like you? Well, people don't dislike me. Okay. Someone needs a blame. I'm the only one that had some of his stupid little magic shit on me. Do the rooks not like you, uh, I mean... In a sense of law, they don't, because we abide by it, and they don't. They're a bit of a criminal organization, let's call it. Oh. Just don't have any proof. Rooks.
They're not cops. Oh, no, I'm like asking George Bush. They're not cops. He literally oh. said criminal organization. That so would not kind be a cop. Of myriad. Myriad mafia type? If they're not cops, why'd they lock you up? Wells has jurisdiction here. Tell me. Know. I don't know. Look around. Should we head down to talk to... Melton? <laughs> I forgot his name for a second. his name! I'm very forgetful. I'm sorry. Yeah, I suppose. Best of luck. Just kind of see, he sits down and, you know, gets to one of the corners, kind of just nods off. He's got, like, nothing to do here. It's, even though it's not walled, it's as close as to solitary as you can get. They're not um, law-abiding people. No. But from what we saw, they kind of run the town? Kind of? Or well, from what Dan said, he was talking about him and his fellow guards. If the guard captain were to be captured, who else is there to run the town? Mm. You guys just never asked him his job. I didn't catch the guard. Yeah. Sorry. Before we leave, I'm going to turn around and look at him and see yep. if there's any signs of drinking with the guards. Uh, we'll call that. Oh man, we don't have we don't have like history yes. stuff. That's the uh, the kind of tough part. Um, so we'll we'll call this one, even though we're not necessarily supposed to use perception out of combat. That's what we'll do. So we'll call it a perception, which that should be in your offense actually. Yeah, we'll we'll say it's how how quick of a read you can get on anything. Twenty six. Twenty six. Um, as he is, you know, a literal dandelion. You know, it's not like he is in guard gear. Otherwise, he would just break out. But there does definitely seem to be um a, a smaller like uh, almost like a safe lock, but obviously it would be hollowed out because it's, you know, made of kind of that bamboo type material. And you, you can see there's, there appears to be some sort of like golden bright insignia that would be on like a patch that you would put on like a jacket or something. And from other folk around here, you haven't seen anything resembling a sense of like a badge of honor. It seems like only he has or had one. Hey, Dan. Yep. 
What's the uh, meaning of that patch? I have gone out of my way, believe it or not, in my very upset, annoyed, frustrated state to defend just about anybody from just about anything that would invade Greenland. And I guess I am commemorated or honored for that. Sounds almost like But what do I know? I guess I belong to you. Would your attitude and willingness to make answers change if you weren't in there? Yes. I'm being as helpful as I possibly can. I can't do much behind bars. Would it count as thievery if I steal him? You feel like you can't whittle him out, otherwise he probably would have already. Right, can we break the door now? If you want to, there will probably be some sort of repercussions here to literally break somebody out of jail, but if you would like to in open daylight, sure. No. I'm sorry I have to be reasonable. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna start heading down mm -hmm. and go to um Zeus? Yeah. Okay. Is that wait no hugs. That's where he said he was gonna be at. Melton? Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about Melton again. I did. Felix, do you follow? Yeah. Yeah. So I need it. Mercy kind of just stomping away in a bit of a frustrated state. You grab the closest, most nearby hanging ladder, drop down, make your way over to Hud's. You see Melton simply just enjoying a glass of water. As I see her storming off, I yeah. just go, big and tough and scary. <laughs> Mercy thinks more with her emotions than her mind at times. Yes. You both and you, Thank you. The two of you make your way down and approach Melton again. So, uh, did you find my stuff? No, no but uh, were you willing to allow us? into your home to investigate it for clues. I'll try you drink. I like your moxie fine. What? It's like uh, his vibe, his, uh, oh. his charisma, his... Uh, Got it. The way Felix carries himself. Yep. Okay. Are we doing or what? And you can see he's like... Struggling to make his way off the chair, like accusing you guys of being slow. Come on. I call up some down. <laughs> yeah, it's more of like a whip, <laughs> more of just like a casual toss. Uh, oh, thank you for that. Okay, it's over here. It's the only mushroom house. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, Watsu dies over and lives literally within the stock of this thing, and you feel like uh, what would be like the top of the tool school is kind of like his like uh, attic, like his second story. Uh, welcomes you inside. I mean, it is it, it's yep. The the mushroom lives in the mushroom. Uh, it's about like forty foot in circumference because it's a mushroom stock, so it can't be square. <laughs> So you, you got a pretty wide space here to work with. Uh, it seems like he's got a couple of chairs, you know, some bookshelves, books, literature, uh, inkwells, pens, uh, that type stuff, and this really oblong kind of swirling ascension up to a top level where the top of the tool school is. I'm gonna um, kind of whisper. Actually, no, I will whisper to Felix. Uh, I wonder if people here can't, like, actually eat any kind of mushrooms, because what if they're, like, babies and they're actually eating, like, a person? Come on, it could be true. It could be. There's a big difference between living mushrooms and literal edible mushrooms, madam. Some of, these soup, some of the soup that's on you is literally cream of mushroom. All right. What kind of cream? That's you. He makes it. Well. You know, there's fungus, you know, oh, that grows on stuff. And then there are us who are animated and enchanted to uh, live. So, does Pretty someone young. make you, or so are you born like this? I was born. Were you born? Yeah. Or did, like, just another rock push you out? Maybe. I'm talking, I don't know my parents. <laughs> Can see, like, his mind, like, begin to shatter. So if I push a rock, am I... Maybe, why don't you try? You can see he, like, has to sit down. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. Look at whatever you want. I need to think. I'm joking. Oh, he's melted. He's oh. gone. You want to slowly start walking around the outside of the house first? Okay. Looking for any signs of it. Intruders. Well, uh, we'll call it a survival check because you're kind of tracked in, just checking the the general nature that's around you. Uh, Mercy, where are you? Um, I think I'm gonna head inside and look around. Well, yeah, well, you were already inside with them, that's why you sat oh, right. down. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, what do you want to look at inside? No. Um. I guess the first room, I just want to look around to see if I can see any kind of, like, clues okay. of break-ins. Okay, we'll do that as a perception. Which, again, that mm -hmm. might might be in your offense, but so we'll use it as skill checks. Oh, no, these numbers. Yeah. 35. 35 on your survival. And mercy your perception. Twenty six. Okay, so 
since uh, Felix, you had the higher one, we'll start with you. Um, first of all, you see the uh, the mushroom, the home in which he lives in. Um, sure, it's they could probably use a bit of a remodel. <laughs> you know, uh, it's not that it's 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 not that you're finding signs of like forced entry or break in. It mostly just seems old, like it was probably passed down from his parents, and he has never bothered to put any sort of money into it. He's just kind of left the entire place as is. Um, you do, however, pick up on a couple of things that, first of all, um, just kind of covering the blades of grass around the entire thing, you do see this, like, blip, um, blip of, like, glimmering purple. You haven't seen anything like it before, and you can see it's just, like, it's kind of, like, covering, like, this maybe two to three foot area of grass. You've never seen this purpling, glimmering, prismatic type substance before. And you see with, because that was just such a fucking high roll, um, you see in the center of it, there is this prismatic, rainbow-type smooth stone. You can feel free to add it to your inventory. Rainbow rock or something. It, it, it's, it either is really magical or it was. You know, like, you're a pretty adept spellcaster. This just really catches your eye and catches you off guard. And, uh, Mercy, your insight. Or did you have more? I want to... I want to investigate this rock before yeah, I add yeah, it. Yeah, it would be our comment. Because we don't have investigation. Oh, 29. 20? 21. Okay, 21. Um, anything in specific you're trying to decipher from it, like a smooth magic where it came from? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from, from what you can tell, it would, it would be something that would, like, hold charges, right? It would be, like, a wand that can cast fireball three times. It'd be like finding a wand that already cast a fireball three times. Like it's still a wand, but it kind of has already expelled all of its uses. It had some sort of use, and it was definitely meant for dispelling something. It would be like someone is about to cast a spell, but they don't have a counter spell. So someone's like about to cast magic, but they don't have counter spell. You could throw it, and it might get rid of their spell. You can throw it, and it might take the enchant off of their item. But it was definitely already used. It's weird. I have nothing left. In one. We gotta connect dots here. It will take a while, but um, we'll get there. I rolled a... What did I roll? 26. A, yeah. On the interior? Yes. Yeah. Um, as you're just taking a look around inside, and Melton is, like, kind of having an internal crisis, um, 
you go to his upper level and you can see various cargo crates that are full of this like purple glimmering powder. You essentially found his supply, uh, which is up in his attic of the arcane dust that he was talking about. And you do definitely see uh, amongst one of the crates, it was as if maybe like an animal broke in or something. It's like some something clawed up one of the crates. You can see the debris of the wood and everything around, and there's just all this arcane dust that's like splattered around it. Study the like uh, marks to see if I can identify. Well, yeah, that's part of your skill check. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like I said, maybe it was like some sort of animal that it was. It was clawed. You know, it, it wasn't bitten and it wasn't like properly opened by like a human hand. It was clawed. Um, I'm gonna call out to Felix. Hopefully, he can hear me. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, can you come up here? few moments pass and you see Felix just hop up and look. Um, I think this was attacked by an animal. Like it was taken by an animal. Or a creature or whatever. Am I able to tell possibly what it did? Well, yeah, let's have you roll another one of your lore checks. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-eight. Yeah. So, although um, I mean, it's not that Mercy is wrong. You know, this this crate it was definitely clawed open. You know, you can see like almost like talon, almost like bird-like marks. Um, it, this wasn't by human hands, and this also was definitely by someone or something in a hurry. Because you know, why not properly open it, do your work, you know, leave as little of a trace behind as you can. With that skill check, although it was clawed, it doesn't feel, it doesn't seem, it doesn't have the right texture, the right depth in the marks to be animalistic. This is more of your wheelhouse, a fey creature. The last time you saw something resembling this, you were with Killian trying to get here, where you saw a very large woman living in a small house alone that you had to bargain with. She had long, clawed-like fingers. And I don't think we can actually use and address her name because of where she came from. That the last time you saw anything resembling arcane traces, you know, the little bit of magic that you can decipher out of this, it, this wasn't an animal. This was a someone. <laughs> right? The the ping pong I can see doing. I'm playing ping pong with my brain cells right uh, now. Um, that, how about 
Percy didn't wear. These claw marks, yeah, they could be interpreted as an animal, but they're not deep enough and consistent enough to be a wild attack. This is done deliberately and as, well, not as carefully as it could have been, but it's more like a human or someone As Felix is mentioning all this, it's really weird. He seems to be like holding like a rainbow stone in his hand, just tossing it. Oh, I found it outside in the middle of purple lips, which could be blood outside. Looking around, you're surrounded. What's that magic spell? Arcane dust. Yeah. Huh. Someone has some splaining to do. Did it leave a path? No. No, it was just some five lips and yeah. dress and... Yeah, I mean, like, d directionally, in a sense of, like, where you found it, like, what would the closest thing be? It definitely wouldn't be hugs, like, maybe, uh, the inn? Maybe someone, something, whoever was here, ran into the inn? It's hard to tell. But it, it is kind of reminiscent, I think is the word to use, that the dispelling stone is used, and whoever was here was in a hurt. I'm going to head back to Sue's. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to hide this stone, mm -hmm. because I want to see if there's any... Actions from mm -hmm. those in there. Sure. Okay. So, are, are we sneaking in? We're going inside? We are going in the Sue's. Yeah. yeah. So, you, uh, you know, you, you hop your way over, and uh, Mercy, of course, you following behind. And you feel before you, you even enter, you get about like 15 feet from the entryway to, you know, go inside the inn. You can feel the rock kind of like vibrating in your hand. Take like five, ten steps back, the vibration lessens and then eventually completely dissipates. Take like another five, ten forward and starts to shake in your hand again. I wonder if it'll shake to the person that took it. Like kind of react to it. Very well could. So that's right. Yeah, let's go. Onward, bunny. <laughs> As you say, onward, bunny. Felix like kangaroo kicks the door open. Oh, you've returned. Um, perhaps a a refill on your friend's meals. Very well, and. Immediately steps away from Felix, wide eyes at his hands. Is it shaking a lot? Yes. Kind of it seems like the 
with, with no arcana check needed, because not only does Eric know what's going on, but so does Felix, it seems like the closer you get to her, the more rap it's almost like, you know, magnets meeting. Oh, Suze? Yeah, recognize this? Hold it. In front of her face. Yeah, I was gonna say, how close do you want it? Like me to you. Like, yeah, like melee? Yeah. We will call that... What, what, whichever you like, because there are a few different options that we can do here. You can make it a reflex saving throw to see which one of you is quicker. Or you can just do an acrobatics check and bunny ninja your way to her. Uh, acrobatics or a reflex saving throw. I'll, I'll let you decide. And for any of you guys that know these skill checks and new things better than we do, uh, l let us know. I'll, I'll uh, open replies on this of uh, tips, tricks, <laughs> advice to not only give me, but give uh, Mercy and Felix on how to run this shit. I'm going to get reflex. Yes. Um, into 30. Just <laughs> <laughs> I just like showed Jen he's a seven. Maybe that's the title, is he seven with like a sad face afterwards. <laughs> Could be. Um You know, there was previously the conversation of, you know, do I need to refill your friend's food and then the wide eyes gazing at the stone in your hand, the rapid shaking that it's doing, the immediate steps back. You see, she like tries to turn around, but she's in like such a hurry that she just like meets face to wall. And as she's trying to turn back the stone that you have, as you reach it to her face, you know, you're like right here with it. You, <laughs> you can see as it's approaching um, that delicate sun elf, light skin begin to take different shades. That as it's approaching her cheek, you see much more wrinkled, weathered skin. And as you're moving across her face from left to right, what is a young elf as the stone crosses the center of her face, you see a warded, old, hooked nose descending over her lips. You see gray eyebrows and bloodshot eyes matched by green skin and talent like fingertips you turn around and see all of the various patrons inside like burst into smoke as if they were never there that illusions set by someone or something before you drop all of the noise vanishes all of the cylindrical pots bowls of soup you see turn to black iron cast it like cauldrons bubbling with fumes and you see mercy's stomach begin to no. Bubble and gurgle as she was actually the only one to consume yeah. any of this food that is overflowing with worms, maggots, various live animal being cooked, blood-soaked walls, and a sinister hag smile that meets your gaze. She's gonna go to the corner and do quick. 
Talk to you. Uh, the old fucking bitch. <laughs> I haven't seen this one. I never met you. You feel like this isn't Sue's talking anymore. Oh. And that this is someone else that Felix has met in his past. Oh. Yeah. Who's old bitch? I actually changed her name and made her a name that is in your backstory. This is Laughing Lydia Fraudbreath. Fraud. Like ribbit? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Don't you have to explain anymore. No. Well, there was a while back where it was like, well, what does Felix all have in his backstory? Remember? And then we, we were exchanging Facebook messages, and there was like this big copy and paste of like previous enemies, <laughs> uh, current yeah. allies. You know, I think you're like friends with like a bear that loves honey. Thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And I came across her name and I was like, yeah, yeah, we can finally use it. You see, as Mercy is taking in this entire spectacle, you're pocketing the rock away, you turn back, the entire visage is gone, and you see this 10, 15 foot hulking form just luring over Mercy instead of you. Yes. I didn't get to make much of a deal with you before. It was mostly your friend. How about we try to... Please. Leave her. I leave her in exchange. For just one spell. Just a quick one. Don't make any deals with the witch. You see, as Mercy is screaming, don't make any deals, you see Lydia conjuring up this slimy, acidic sphere of poison, ready to literally just cop it into Mercy's mouth. Why did you break and enter? I am putting as much force yeah. as I can. You see the amount of magic that stupid little idiot has up there. What me and my sisters, our cover could do. And what gives you the right, Lydia? Just within inches of Mercy's mouth. One spell. In a moment. Answer the questions, please. And you can have your spell. Just away. What are you and your sisters planning? Let's call it a ancient ritual to extend our reaches beyond this plane. Why would you want to do such a thing, my old Friend. Doesn't any business want to expand? More customers. More grace. Pulls out Killian's little vile grace. What's that? 
You can't tear, were you? No. That was Jen having a revelation <laughs> of what George has done. I knew. But what gives you the right to break and enter into his residence? Give myself that right. Little idiot let me in. Or I should say, he let Sue's in. And then I put the courtesy amongst myself to Brown. You put him to sleep, didn't you? He looked tired. He's a chubby little sad thing that needs rest. I was doing him a kindness. Felix. Now do your friend a kindness before she explodes into a bubble of sad, acidic slime. Let me have my knife. It extends out another hand. A third that seems to be reaching, grabbing from her torso out to you. And this little... It's, it's like a teardrop-type shape. Just drops on Felix. You just see this awful, sinister grin of broken, missing teeth, stained green, some are black, removes one of them, drops it in the teardrop, and you see as she does, let's go of mercy. Perfectly fine. Unharmed. And as you're just kind of dusting off, you look behind you, she's gone, you look to where Felix is. But there's not a little hopping bunny there. There's this matted fur sewer rat. Standing oh in this my place. god. You're a rat. And that's where we will conclude this episode. We hope you enjoyed our first session of Pathfinder. Hopefully I didn't slaughter it. And uh, hopefully we will see you guys for another three or four sessions. Oh boy. Bye. Bye.